got a minute for your son, father I need to talk, I'm so tired of trying to run, father Let's take a walk, I'm so sorry for what I've done, father It ain't my fault, if the devil's been on my back lately He's like a hawk, you never give us more than we can handle But it's getting hard, and I'm a strong individual But I need you, God, none of the things that I used to I don't wanna run the streets like I used to I know I'm gonna speak the word for you one day Up in there like, hallelujah, on Sunday I thank you, Lord, for the blessings that you gave me And for my life, with the blessings you have saved me And for my wife, you have carried me enough time And that's the truth, married me the rough time Throughout my youth, and through it all I saw that you were still with me I was that one lost sheep and you was coming to get me Lord, you got me like Your love got me like Lord, you got me like Your love got me like Lord, you got me like Your love got me like Lord, you got me like Your love got me like I look at life a little different now Since you hugged me And I always loved you DMX was one of the most influential rappers ever And on top of that I have to feel I feel this way The most honest MC Digging into his own life that I've ever heard in my life. And that's on top of understanding who Tupac was. And that's not a diss to Tupac. That's just saying that I think DMX was more honest than anybody I've ever heard. Rest in peace to DMX. We love you. We miss you. I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, I think that's, that's, it, that's appropriate. Yeah. Rest in peace to DMX. Uh, unfortunately... Today we lost another one of the one of my favorite MC. Indeed, I won't. I have a, I have a hierarchy of skill as far yeah. as MCs goes, and I wouldn't yeah. say he's in my top ten or my top twenty. No. One of my favorite MCs, Black Rob. Let's go. Uh, rest in peace to rest him, peace, Black Rob. Um, I'm not quite sure. I know he was in the hospital for a little bit, and then he got out, and he was still going through some kind of complications. Diamond right. uh, Show. Yeah, rest in peace to him and his family. It's been a rough one. It's yeah. been a rough. It's been month, a rough man. Week. It's been a rough month. It, it's been, it has. You're right. You're this, right. this has been a rough one. But we are here. Right. Uh, we have made it successfully. Everybody is healthy. Everybody is uh, intact. Uh, and that's a blessing in and of itself. I know it's a lot of tragedy that's going around. But if there's anything in your life that you can look at to find some kind of solace and some kind of positive spin on it, hold on to that. Right. Because... You really ain't got no choice if you're trying to stay sane. Like if you're trying to stay grounded and stay sane and keep keeping this fight, then you have to be able to find something to root yourself in. Your mm. kids, your wife, uh, your job. For some of y'all, I ain't, I'm not talking. That ain't me. But just something that's positive is going on in your life uh, that you can hold on to. Cause yeah. There's a lot of shit that you have to you have to deal with. Been a rough one. Let's get started. Yeah. Let me do this right, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. You want? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I know um, you're most, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, okay. I'm still on Black Rob and DMX. All right, let's. I'm sorry. We're gonna do, let's it again. do it again. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I'm your host Jay Easy. To my left, Hex. To my right, KG from DC. In the middle, and in the building, as always, J to the R. Yes, sir. Let's go. Uh, I am so thrilled to be in front of y'all right now. It could have been another way. I know we hear that like in church. They say that all the nah, time. No, but that ain't funny right now. It ain't. When could have been another way. People right down the street getting locked up, shot up, 
pushed around, harassed. Yeah, yeah. Like it happens around us way too much. Uh, we usually on on Thursdays our war room. Uh, we map out a a plan of attack for the podcast that's yeah. coming up. And this week we was like, yeah, nah. So if you're looking for some kind of uh, succinct plan structure for this podcast today, you ain't gonna get it. Yeah, you ain't gonna get it. Not saying we ain't gonna have a good time, and we're not gonna tell y'all what y'all need to hear. But um, yeah, this has been this has been a rough one. We need a vent. Yeah. First of all, rest in peace to Dante Wright. Yeah, I don't say his name. Rest in peace to Adam Toledo. Yes. Say his name. I, I, I really don't know the irony of Dante Wright's death. Irony is like a light word. It feels light, but it's, it does. It's, but it's but, but it's, it's not. accurate. But it feels light. The tragedy. We yeah. do that. Yeah. The tragedy of his death is the fact that it's so close to where we're trying to get justice for George Floyd. <laughs> and that one hurt, bro. And again, I have a hard time, and I've told y'all before, mm-hmm. I have a hard time with the idea of justice. Mm-hmm. Because justice is um, Old Testament. Justice is eye for an eye. When you take my baby, you can't bring him back. Fact. Taking yours don't make me feel whole. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, taking your life mm-hmm. might make me feel whole. So, and it actually doesn't. Could, could, could I, we, I'm actually could being, we use the word accountability? Is, no, is, that, is that more Again, and, I'm not, and I didn't mean to imply that you were wrong right, right. in using the word justice. Because there is a way to understand what justice can be for us. I'm just hurt. And when you hurt, ain't nothing that's going to make that better. Yeah. Like, you can do a lot of things. You can uh, have recompense. You can, you can give, uh, I'm sorry. And truth be told, People underestimate what I'm sorry really means. Mm -hmm. It can mean something for people. When Mandela was making South Africa whole again, Mm -hmm. there was a time for them to speak to, to one another and say, this is what I did. This is what you did to me. And we could talk about admittance of real guilt. When there's no guilt, I don't know how to deal with people. Because you want to sit there and stand like, no, I just did what I was supposed to do. do. Yeah. I don't know how to deal with that. Like, that person can never come back to me right like there is no justice for that person if they get beat down in the streets and pissed on there's nothing that will bring back the feeling of i feel better mm-hmm. yeah i just gotta ask bro when you're talking about <clears throat> training mm-hmm. is, is is not knowing the difference between a taser and a gun is that is that d or f in oh. the class tra- oh, training, I, I, and she was oh, and she was training. She was training somebody. Years. 
After 26 years? And, and the okay. fact that she was a training officer for somebody who was there is like, I, I don't even. That's the way you handle it? What do you say? That's, that's what you're trying to show, show them. This is how you handle this. Yeah. You know, we, we to, set the, to set the table, we in this Dante Wright situation, uh, I'm going to assume some don't know. But we have a young brother who has been stopped by the police for having an air freshener mm-hmm. in his rearview mirror. Yeah. The air freshener portion leads to them running his license plates to finding out that he has an outstanding warrant. So, therefore, it escalates the scenario. Right. Now, at this point, there's different bits and pieces of information out there. But from one of the things that I've had shown to me and said to me mm-hmm. is that the only reason there's a warrant that's for his arrest is the gentleman had an issue where he dealt with the police previously. We had some marijuana on him. Right. Now, at this point, how many states will we legalize marijuana? So we're still punishing people for this. At the end of the day, what ends up happening to get this warrant under his name is they send him a Zoom link right. for his court, yeah, his court date, yeah. but send it to the wrong email. Yep. So therefore, the young man doesn't get it by not logging on. He now is deemed as someone who just chose to brush it off. Now he has a warrant for his arrest, and he's not even aware of that. So we've already seen where they show up to the wrong house. Yep. Say her name, Brianna Taylor. We've seen that. Indeed. So for the, for any of you who are thinking for a moment, I'm not sure if they could even send the wrong email to the wrong address. Let's be honest. Let's be real. That's how we get to this point to even begin with. Yeah. Um, did did you guys see the uh, there was a video uh, that I saw where there was a gentleman in a pickup truck? Oh, yeah. And he was surrounded by police officers. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> He, no, well, hold on. Set, set the table right. I'm trying, it's I'm not trying. a gentleman in a pickup yes. truck. And I don't want to say it is I a Caucasian that. brother in a pickup truck. No, no. He was going to get to that. He yeah, was going to get to that. I was getting that. Well, let, me, let, let me push you. I use, I use, <laughs> 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 use gentlemen loosely. Right. Very um, loosely. Yeah. Very. In very a pickup truck, there was a male <laughs> in a pickup truck. And <laughs> he actually had a officer hanging off the side of his pickup truck as Look, he backed into a now, cruiser. Now, he pushed you. You need to slow down on this point because this is where the facts and the points of the video, if they have not seen this, okay. has to be so clear. Mm-hmm. This man is yelling. And screaming at the cops who are talking to him. They're surrounding him. Um, how many guns you saw drawn? Uh, none. And I'll mean, again, I want to just clarify it go a ahead, certain go way. Ahead, go ahead, finish the story. And then this man is so abstinent that he is, and I'm using the word abstinent, is so <laughs> abstinent that he is not going to do what the cops are saying. And he's about to start his truck back up and roll on. And a cop jumps on the side, holds on to the side. Let me mm-hmm. not be over dramatic. Holds on to the side of his truck and is whisked away. Not a fucking shot fired. Nope. No taser. Beautifully. No take no taser, taser, taser. I'm sorry. Was that what? No. Twenty-six year old, twenty-six years on the fam. Yep. On the farm tells you right. Taser, taser, taser. Right. 
because he had a air freshener. Okay, so again, the pointedness of our hatred and scarcity and just being scared of, scarcity is not the right word. I'm sorry, I apologize. Being afraid of black people is such a thing that is such in the blood of Americans. White officers, especially black officers too. Uh, Latino officers who want to spray people for not stopping where they want to stop. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to say thank God for the uh, camera phone. Yeah. Um, how much of this is my question is how much of this has gone and we know the answer has gone unnoticed unseen mm. and that's and that's and that's chilling it's scary and in the case of Dante man I mean we tell our kids you know what to do how, you know how 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 to appropriately uh, uh, you know respond. respond. Now, in this case, I mean, when you look at it, he, yeah, he, he made a little jerk move. He made a little, but how do we know now that these kids aren't actually scared of what the no, cops no, are, no, no, who no, they hold are? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. That's your question. And I know what you're honestly saying. Let me be clear. Okay. Why wouldn't, the better question why is, would, why wouldn't you be scared? My point, exactly, yes. After all this time and all the videos you've seen of the cops just lighting you up. Absolutely. Well, I would not be scared. At this point in time, as a black person, it shouldn't, with everything that we've seen, whatever interaction that it is that you have with I mean, whether it's jaywalking, you you littered, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you did, it's a possibility that you might not be going home that day. It's a good possibility. And yeah. that's 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 the problem that I have. Yes, it's right. like as as an individual of color, right. you are always in the position where, regardless of how right you were, you could have done everything to the T by the letter, but there's still a possibility that you might not make it home. But that same guy. That can drag a cop off. That can shoot at the cops. That yes. can hit cops with hammers and do all this other stuff. Yes, seems to ironically seems to make it home. Always, every time. Let me, let me tell you something. I'll make it a little bit personal for me. Um, my tags. I rode around for the first three days days of this month with my tags expired. Right, and that's not because I didn't fill out my registration, but because because of the mail. Sometimes it takes a while to get to me, so they give you like this paper that you print out and you carry it with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Them three days. <laughs> Nerve wracking, right? Bro, daunting. I was I scared shitless. Yeah. I went to work. I came home. I got gas. I went to work. I came home. I had other things that I had to do. Reschedule them shits. There you go. Reschedule them. Because I didn't want that situation for me. I didn't want to go pick up my child from school for those three days and then end up on a t shirt. There you go. And that's what we live with every single day. So when I get to this podcast and say I'm thankful to be here and I'm thankful to be in front of y'all, I'm not bullshitting. It's literal. I'm yeah. dead serious. Yeah. Well, remember in the war room on Thursday, I said, as long as we all make it. You did say that. You did say that. As long as we all make it here on Saturday. And that's a reality at for real. 
And, and just to set the table once again, we got the Dante right scenario, brother with the, in the car with the air freshener gets mm-hmm. him stopped. We have the situation where the off the young man who's dealing with the individuals in Columbia, South Carolina, walk in the neighborhood. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But to piggyback off of what Jr. mentioned about the fear factor is peep game. The third scenario is the lieutenant from Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. I want to say his, I want to say his name, Hex, real quick. It's it's uh, Karan Nazario. All right. And, 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 and the reason why I think I'm not gonna let you finish, but I just wanted to make sure we said yeah, his name. No, you're right. Because yeah, yeah. he's an example of what we should be doing. What they say we should be doing. But go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so to speak on the fear factor, what did he say to him? Once he did get to a place that had lighting, because he wanted the police wanted to initially stop him in a place that was dark. He finally gets to the light and he says, I'm afraid at this point to even get out the car. So he expresses his fear and the officer's response was, you should be afraid. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, if they, if they, how that message is supposed to ring across black America, brown America, I'm supposed to be afraid. That's that's your mindset as you go out to patrol as to supposedly protect and serve. I'm supposed to be afraid. I should be afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid of what? When you want people to back this blue. I should be afraid of what? Death? Over traffic violations? Even potential traffic violations. Mm -hmm. And to make that case even more sickening is as they approach him, because the supposedly issue with that is he had no license plate. But his brother has a brand new truck. And this license plate, if for any of y'all haven't had a brand new car, depending on the state you're in, you can, instead of getting the temporary tech, they give you the piece of paper that goes in yep. your window. In your window, yeah. yeah. So to tell you how sickening that case is, as the police officers approached him, they saw the back of his window. The dash cam shows you the back yeah, of the car. The window, yeah. So even, so before they even got to the point where they spoke to him to even tell him he should be afraid, they already saw he had a license plate, which means you wanted to make it an issue. We saw you could have go. You could have de-escalated at any point in time once you saw that the whole issue you had was that tag. You was close enough to see that that tag was in the window. It shouldn't have been no issue. No done deal, sir. Sorry to stop you. We realized at the time we didn't think you had a license plate. Just wanted to confirm if this is your vehicle or any blah blah blah. And now that we've seen you, you have clearly a brand new vehicle and the, and the license plate has been taped to the window. Wish you the best of luck. Have you drive home safely. We spoke on um, on Thursday uh, in the war room, and we were talking about the fact that the uh, the lieutenant had his uniform on, and that didn't mean a damn thing at all. Right? And oh, there's a but why should it? Are you talking about his skin color uniform? Wait a minute! I know where you're going. There's a Go there's a message in that for people that the issue and the problem is not with you if you are a a victim of this bullshit that's going on, it's not because of you. A lot of times we hear people say, well, if you walk right, or if you stand up straight, or you speak a certain way, or you're in a certain area, mm-hmm. it does not matter. This young man served his country, could have died for his country, and he got the same bullshit that somebody like George Floyd got that had his pants sagging, that accidentally gave a fake $20 bill, that did all this shit that people say, oh, well, maybe he... No, it doesn't matter because the... Uh, a person of color was in damn near the same situation that did everything that y'all telling us that we need to do. Preach. And asked for a supervisor or a sergeant when they got to where they wanted to go and that's, he still got fucked up. Preach. <sighs> 1,000. So just, damned if you do, damned if you don't, you should be afraid. Well, what it does tell us is you can say 
and do everything right. Mm. And I don't want to, again, I had a talk with my mom this week and that shit scared the fuck out of me um, because she had all but given up on us having a chance mm. because she's been through the 60s. Right. She's been through all this that happened before us. And now she's looking and she's like, I'm just seeing it instead of hearing about it in a story that somebody told mm -hmm. in actually visualizing it when it's happening in front of her at a counter. Okay. But now it's all over the place all the time. You still can't correct this. She had all but given up. Can you um we, we had a we had a conversation on um on the war room again about uh it was about us in particular and the women in our lives and when we go and we go out to places how nervous they are for our safety and not right. Can you go into that just a little bit? Cause that was that hit for me, because I had never thought about it that way. Like when I go out to somewhere, like when I come to the pod or when I go and I hang out with one of my boys before the fucking pandemic um, it, and the fear that they go through not knowing. Our, our wives, God bless them, mm -hmm. are in a constant state of fury, rage and fear whatever we are doing anything and then we get home and it's like why are you bugging like we don't get all it. this energy yeah, coming from what we're doing like i'm just going home like i'm i'm here and we don't always understand like nah man you got to understand there's a constant stress to what's going on all the time. Mm -hmm. They don't know whether it's niggas that's, oh, they like your car. They don't know whether that's cops that are going to pull you over. Mm -hmm. And when they do pull you over, you didn't do anything wrong. You're, okay, you sped. Okay. What should be the appropriate response? Nah, it don't be like that all the time. Sometimes, sometimes there is no appropriate response. Sometimes they just, like Hex said, had a bad day. And it got to be taken out on somebody. Mm -hmm. And see, let me throw this out there. Remember, I, I threw you one other, one more issue. 74-year-old black woman at home. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. So I'm, I'm putting this out that you can eliminate that. You was driving and something happened. They pulled you over and something happened. Here's a situation where there shouldn't have been interaction at all. This is no different than the cop who went into the wrong home. It's no different than running into Breonna Taylor's house. Mm -hmm. This is what's going on. It's, it doesn't matter anymore where you are, what you're doing, because now we got enough. We got enough examples to show you. Nah, it wasn't because you were speeding. Nope, it's not because you were driving too slow. Nope, it's not because you already had an issue with the law. Nope, it's you were sitting at home and somebody brought trouble to you. So there is no recourse. And we, in the second segment, we're going to get into ways we can possibly change the outcome mm -hmm. of some of this. Mm -hmm. And I got some good suggestions, and I got some that might be on the fringe. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all remember? 
I'm just keeping it on. He's not bullshitting. Do y'all remember the uh, the episode of Fresh Prince where they got locked up? Yeah, I remember. You remember that? Yeah. You remember where Carlton was talking to uh, was it, was it Uncle Phil? He was talking to Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you were in a neighborhood and it was a car driving 25 miles an hour, would you pull him over? And then Uncle Phil was like, I ask myself that every day. Well, mm. just sometimes you got to let things sit in there. I just, uh, it's been a rough one, man. It's been a rough one. Um, but, but hug your people, spend time with them. If you got some, some extra time and you, you know, you watching TV or, you, you know, you, Whatever it is you're doing, just take a couple extra minutes out of your day with your family, man. Just hug them, call them, tell them how you feel. For no reason. For no fucking reason at all. And let me say why. Because one more time, the next issue. Young man is walking through his neighborhood. His neighborhood. His neighborhood. And is accosted by an individual who decides, you're not free. Mm. You're not human. You have no rights. As long as I'm breathing and I live on this block, then nigga, you, what you doing around here? Monkey, basically, can I, can I just interject, the quote, can monkey, I, can what I, you can doing I, here? Can I interject real quick? Please. Everybody, I need, I need some help for you real quick. Um, so the, the, the asshole's name that accosted this young Pentland. man when they Jonathan Pentland. Pentland. Can I get one real quick? And Casey. Fuck that guy. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just needed that. I threw the oop and then he had to Dunk come down with the slant. Go ahead. Oh, and, and Casey Pentland. Oh yeah, fuck her too. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Both guys. Oh yeah. And we have to to decide how to channel our energy, but I'm going to say this much. So the innocence of it all is is to remind you once again, we were were talking about the police, how we started off. Mm -hmm. This whole initial thing really, really, truly kicks off with Trayvon and George Zimmerman's bitch ass. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. it does. Please tell him, sir, Step down, step away, don't don't approach the gentleman. I don't know what your problem is, but a neighbor said there's a guy who looks shady, mm-hmm. has a hoodie on, he's walking through the neighborhood. See, simply walking is now the new crime. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, the pettiness of what escalates these things and, and brings them in, to loss of life. It takes nothing. It takes nothing. It, it, it's just, it's senseless. And that's the problem that, you know, I'm having a hard time coming to grips with. I had a child. A, I, 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 I in in our Discord, first of all, and first of all, sidebar, y'all, need, whoever you are, I'm listening, talking to, you need to be in our Discord. Uh, I brought up the subject of a show on HBO called They, of oh, them, sorry, them. And the beginning of the show, you see this black family migrate to the West, and then they show up to their house and they pull in. All white neighborhood. All of the yes, an all white neighborhood. All of these families get together. They sit outside of this family's house and they play music. Mm-hmm. All day long. Mm-hmm. Morning, afternoon, evening, night, playing music, sitting outside with chairs. Mm-hmm. This family in this house has done nothing to them. This is how it starts. Y'all think that the, the Karen shit is funny? Like we we, we call them Karens mm-hmm. to make it funny. This is how the shit starts. Yep. That's yep. how it starts. It starts with somebody being upset about what they see with nothing going on and then escalates. You notice the military taxes they used against uh, Noriega and Panama, right? They just yeah, yeah. So, technically, it's psychological. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Psyops, bro. And yes. if, you, if you've it's ever serious. seen Lovecraft, 
If you ever saw Lovecraft, that happens in that. Yeah, yeah we do. That's yeah. how that when they move to yeah. the neighborhood, the sister gets the home. Other people are living there. Next thing you know, the neighbors are like, we're not putting up with this. Your mere existence is enough for us to decide. We'll break laws. And the reason why we can break laws? Because our daddies and our uncles and our brothers, they're on the police force. Hold up, hold up. And be we know what it's going to do. Be, Nothing. Be, be clear. We're not breaking laws. We're simply anointing you within the law. That's how it starts. Because understand, it does start with within the law. Mm-hmm. Well, now, later on, it extends to breakage burning uh, burning lawns mm-hmm. all those things and in Jonathan Pitlett's case in Jonathan Pitlett's case that's just harassment and third degree assault you can't threaten somebody for walking down the sidewalk you can't threaten to do something to a motherfucker at, to quote him let me put, make sure I'm, I'm quoting him because they're a tight knit community and the gentleman and the young brother says how, how long you been here for you to question <laughs> right. how you haven't seen me in right. this neighborhood. Now, I don't know, from what I hear, the neighborhood is a large neighborhood. It he is. made it seem like it was a row of townhouses, no. and we can clearly no. see <laughs> that that's not the case. But I'll tell you what. You don't belong here, boy. And he was on the sidewalk, right? Oh, he, wasn't, oh. he was like he was, he was, the he was on the sidewalk yeah. in the neighborhood. He used to be driving while black. Now it's walking, walking while black. black. Shout and out to the, to the young lady who, who was videotaping that. Yeah, By the way, yeah, shout out yeah. to her. I don't know if they come up with her name, and I was trying to find the name of the brother who got accosted, and I couldn't. I well, we had his first it. name, it was, but we want to give you the full. Yeah, thing. We'll one of the and I want to make sure that that's because that was on Twitter, so I don't want to yeah, give y'all that not, not be right. right yeah. But um, mm-hmm. stay strong to that young man, and thank you to that young lady who uh, who videotaped that, who potentially could save that young man's life. Ain't no telling what that motherfucking race soldier would have done. And, if kudos, been and kudos to the brother for how he handled it. Yes, Fact. absolutely. Yes. I, I told y'all I've listened to a program in which way wrong. a number of people mentioned how their sons would have res- responded to that. And I myself had to admit, I don't know if I, I would have handled that. I know I wouldn't have had the temperament. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Me and this gentleman would have had a problem. Now, at the same time, one of the things we always talk about is they always looking for the weak. They yeah. always, so, he, so he found a teenager and thought you was going to post up on him. But guess what? Guess what? They showed up to his house the next Shout day. Shout out to them. Yes, sir. See, we got this We got this crew that's going to hold us all together. When we, when we start making people accountable, when the, when the possibility, you know, back in the day, it used to be like, if something happened on the playground and somebody yelled, I'm going to go get my big brother. Mm-hmm. That used to mean something. Yeah. No, go get your big brother. <laughs> let's go <laughs> back get your big that. brother. Let's go back before that. The posse. <laughs> when, when there's a problem, Oh, we send the posse. Posse ain't always negative. Like everybody tries right. to act like, mm-hmm. oh man, you know, oh you brought your posse. No nah, man. Sometimes that's what it took to eradicate a problem. There you go. Sometimes it's about it's about solidarity and community. Yes. It's not necessarily violence. Think of, yeah. When you think about when you think about that immediately, you're like, oh, they're gonna do something violent. They don't have to do nothing violent. And and this situation, they didn't do anything violent. At all. They just came together as a community and made sure that their point got uh got point got made. I'm on your went, lawn, nigga. Yeah. Fuck you. What you gonna do? And I'm there's sorry. nothing it's illegal a, about it's that. About <laughs> it's it's about us. What you gonna us. do now? Shout out to them and shout out to the community that rallied around this brother. There you yes. go. Who saw it from from start to finish. 
from the person who decided to videotape it and to potentially save this young man's life and to get this message out there to the community that rallied around this brother, to, to the brother himself who didn't tear off and just knock the shit out of this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all of y'all. Yeah. Uh, we up on it. Oh, what? I'm a I don't know what you're talking about. Man, if you don't go on that bullshit, <laughs> you know how much I fucking hate to, to say them words, but stay I, guess, safe. I, I, I stay got to pay the bills. Stay safe. Um, stay safe and stay dangerous. Shout out to Nipsey. Whenever necessary, absolutely. Uh, we up on our first break. We're going to get some drinks, uh, try to decompress a little bit, and we're going to be back with our next segment. Hex, give me one. U-D-K. Ever run away from love? Nothing. Forever in a ways enough. Oh. So take a drastic chance on us. To new lighter uh, with no more. Um, I, that's hot. That's hot. You like it? That's a I, can like dig it? I can like dig it. it. I can yeah. dig it. Uh, it can it takes me. It? it takes me a while to find the right vibe for the pod, and then all of a sudden, like I'll I'll be doing something else, and then one of them will just jump at me, 
And that's when that one did. Like, a lot of the songs I'll have, like, I got next week's pod and the pod right. after that. Like, I got music lined up for that. And sometimes it's going to jump at me and be different. And I'll be like, oh. Skip the line. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah skip the line. So, shout out to New Light. Um, you you skipped the line. And I'm going to be putting you in my personal rotation. Indeed. Just want to let you know that. Um, so, last segment was pretty heavy. And we're not going to be getting away from that. Gonna it's going to still continue to be heavy. I hope y'all are still with us. I hope uh, <laughs> I hope y'all ain't turned your hat off. Yes. Um, so last week we got into uh, the Derek Chauvin trial uh, and we kind of uh, went into the defenses aspect of it. They had an expert witness who laid down some really good information. Uh, and so to be fair and to be transparent, mm. uh, the defense has expert witnesses of their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget this young man's name. I really don't care. Um, yeah. But they had an expert doctor who spoke on some of the causes that he felt led to George Floyd's death. Yeah. So I want to play a clip from him real quick. Mm-hmm. We can react. And then I want to play the cross-examination. Let's go. Is that, and is that and right? the trial is already over. <laughs> yes, they already they, they, they rested already. The they already rested. Yeah, both, both sides rested and now we're waiting for whatever's going to happen. Um, so I'm going to get into that real quick. I'm going to play it, and then we can talk about what he Thanks. talks about. Just yeah. get into it. All right, here we go. So before we uh, begin, uh, Doctor, can you sum- summarize briefly what your uh, opinions are in this case? Yes. So in my opinion, Mr. Floyd had a sudden cardiac arrhythmia or cardiac arrhythmia due to his atherosclerotic and hypertensive heart disease, or you can write that down multiple different ways, um, during his restraint and subdued by the police or restrained by the police. Um, and then his significant contributory conditions would be, since I've already put the heart disease in part one, he would have the toxicology, the fentanyl, and methamphetamine. Um, there is exposure to a vehicle exhaust, so potentially carbon monoxide poisoning, or at least an effect from increased carbon monoxide in his bloodstream, and paraganglionoma, or the other natural disease process that he has. So um, all of those combined to cause Mr. Floyd's death. Wrap it up, B. All right. So that was his. Uh, that was his expert opinion. So, uh, thoughts. so if he had Any? pinned his neck down with his knee on the side of the car, it wouldn't have been a problem. Absolutely. Okay. That's what he's I got you. Okay. That's what he said. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah. This is. Go ahead. Yeah, he was telling me talking about all the factors that could have possibly contributed to his death. Possibly. How. how how is it that a knee in the back of his neck isn't one of the fucking factors? <laughs> that, that's the problem. Who, who, the hell do, who the hell do you he think you're talking to? <laughs> I mean, who the hell do you think you're talking to? Uh, uh, I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I, I had those same initial thoughts. First of all, I was kind of insulted a little bit because this is like an expert witness. And I can tell that this, what you're giving me is bullshit. Like, I can tell that this is bullshit. But there was no way for me to actually be able to get into the room to tell him that I thought this was bullshit. Um, shout out to Mr. Blackwell. Uh, I forget his name. I think it's Charles. I'm not sure. Uh, the 
prosecution attorney. Um, we were having a conversation off pod. I'll get this real quick before I play it. Yeah. Uh, and we were referencing uh, lawyers and litigators. And we were speaking on the OJ trial. No, you can say the names. Well, no, we, we, we were talking about the OJ okay. trial. Right, cool. uh, and we were talking about how Johnny Cochran came through and just did his thing with facts and with his expertise to bring truth to power. Well, and I felt the exact same thing with Mr. Blackwell. I'm going to look his name up uh, when we get off of this so I can say his actual phone. I want to make sure it's right. Uh, but this is the cross examination. And he literally said everything that I wish that I could have said when I was in there. So I'm going to play this real quick and then we can react to this. Some basic questions just by way of sort of background of yourself as an expert witness. Uh, do you agree that as an expert witness, you should be objective, fair, and impartial as best you can? Yes, I would agree that that's appropriate as best you can. Uh, do you agree that in the background research you do to testify, that you should be thorough? Yes. And meaning you should do your homework before you arrive at your opinion. Fair enough? Yes. I asked that question in part because uh, you asked a question about Mr. Chauvin's weight. And, and you understand that the relevance of Mr. Chauvin's weight to this case is how much weight he was putting onto the body of George Floyd beneath him. You understand that, don't you? Yes. You told the jury that Mr. Chauvin's weight was 140 pounds, didn't you? That's the information that I was provided, yes. Where did you get this information provided? From counsel. Uh, did, uh, in the information that uh, was provided to you, uh, were you not told that Mr. Chauvin was wearing equipment? That was not considered as part of the process. I agree with you, counselor. Right, so <clears throat> you know he is wearing equipment, though. He's a police officer at the time, right? Absolutely. And so you didn't factor in the weight of his equipment that was also on the body of Mr. Floyd. Is that true? That is true. Ah, all right. Um, show, show, first of all, show me a world where Chauvin is 140 pounds. That's, right. That's, the, first That's thing. the first thing I want to say. <laughs> That's what I was trying to figure I was 140 when I was a fucking senior. I, Matter of fact, a junior in high school. That's the weight they the put down when he here. first joined the police. That's his weight. I don't think he was that then. He's a slim guy. I don't think he was that guy. We're not going to have to exaggerate. Again. He's a slim dude, but that's 25 years My ago. junior year, I was 140. That's the weight that he put on his driver's You know how your driver's license, you just put your weight, like you put whatever yeah, you, you want to put. That's yeah. a, that was the weight on his driver's yeah. license. <laughs> that I think about it, I'm 140. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I, is that the I shallow even, how eyes or perspective? Is that Mr. Shallow how? Shallow, shallow uh, what was it? Shallow how? The was it? Okay, yeah. Right. So um, like just 140. This is a testament. <laughs> <laughs> this is a testament to, first of all, um, White good lawyers. No, no, no. Oh, shout, this uh, is a testament to good lawyers because being that full transparency, um, my father is a lawyer, well, was a lawyer, now a judge. 
Anytime a litigator asks you a question, <laughs> they already know the fucking they answer. They know the fucking answer. And it's and if the you, most annoying thing ever. If you, yes, it is. <laughs> and if you listen to the testimony as he's asking him questions, you can hear him like, oh, shut the fuck Oh, up. you know you fucked up. Right? You can hear, you can hear the oh, witness, you know the expert right? witness, like, oh, oh shut you know the fuck up. Right? Did you hear Touche in there? Now that you going to bring that up. The whole time you're just hearing in the background. Was he wearing a quick Oh, you know you fucked up, right? He's, I agree. Yeah, I agree. When he said, I agree with the counsel, I was like, yeah, you, you're a defense witness. I don't know if you're supposed to, are you supposed to do that? Right. Are you supposed to answer the How question? You okay, you want to answer that? With the okay. thorough question. Uh, See, you're, that's why I asked you the thorough question to begin with. I, I was setting it up. I was going to give you a chance. <laughs> for you to, well, without counting blah, 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 I assumed he was 140 based on the information I got. No, based on your assessment of the whole situation. Mm. Let you step in, let you put your foot in your own mouth. He did, and that's just what happens when you can stand in truth. When you stand in truth and stand in facts, mm. you don't got to mince your words. Exactly. You don't got to do none of that shit. You just no. come spot on, like this is what it is. And then when you stand in bullshit, just like with, <laughs> if you go back, go back to, to this and listen. Go back and listen to the way that he talked and the way that the witness said his words. You can hear him pausing. And then kind of waiting to talk. You can Mumbling. hear it. You I can. have fucked. The dope part about showing the clips right there um, is for everyone who was at work. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. happening. This is, yeah. this, is not, you know, this is planned. This is strategic. They wanted this to happen when most people are going to be at work from early morning to mid afternoon. So you were going to be preoccupied. We're not taking off. But people who are unemployed, unfortunately, yeah, you got a chance to have access to it. Yeah. But they knew. And so if you, if you didn't know this is the kind of stuff that was happening during the trial, that's what we're here for. And a lot of the clips and a lot of the articles that I've seen have talked about what the witness said in that first part that I played. That's why I played it. A lot of the headlines are based on what the defense witness said. And I get it. This is y'all's turn. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. I haven't seen a lot of people talking about what the cross-examination is because when you say what you say, the prosecution has to be able to ask you some questions, but I haven't heard anything about that. So I want to make sure y'all heard this shit here. I want to make sure y'all heard it. Um, so that was the first question. Is one more that I want to get into that I really I really enjoyed this, uh, this <laughs> little exchange. Uh, so I'm going to play this real quick, and then I'm going to get y'all's thoughts, and we're going to see. Uh, now... You agree that uh, as an expert witness, you shouldn't jump to conclusions. That is, you should reach fair conclusions based upon a careful, considered analysis. That is correct, yes. Uh, Do you agree that you shouldn't come at this in a way that's biased? You agree with that, don't you? Absolutely agree with that, yes. You shouldn't cherry pick facts. No. You shouldn't try to confuse the jury. Correct. Now there's a reason I ask about that too, because you spent quite a bit of time talking about carbon monoxide. You you remember that discussion, don't you? I do indeed. Now just going right to the punchline on carbon monoxide that you, you talked about at some length, you haven't seen any data or test results that showed Mr. Floyd had a single injury from carbon monoxide. Is that true? That is correct because it was never sent to I the laboratory for that test. I asked you whether it was true, sir. Yes or it no? It is true. Um, 
Now, as you were talking about carbon monoxide, you were referring to the squad car that Mr. Floyd was near, weren't you? Yes. Uh, have you ever laid eyes, I don't mean pictures, physically, on the squad car that you were referring to? I have not. Do you know whether it has a single exhaust or a double exhaust? The information that I was provided, it has a double exhaust with twin exhaust pipes on each side, so it has four exhausts. Right. Now, did you know the make and the model of the car? It is a Ford Explorer Interceptor. Is it a hybrid? Yes, it is. Okay. Now, did you see any air monitoring data that actually would give you any information as to what amount of carbon monoxide, if any, would have been in Mr. Floyd's breathing zone? No, because it was not tested. It was a yes or no question. You haven't seen any, have you? I have not seen any data. And you didn't go yourself to try to do anything akin to air monitoring, uh, air sampling, to simulate what Mr. Floyd might have been exposed to in proximity of a similar vehicle. You didn't do that, did you? All right, and let me give y'all a little bit of, uh, a, a little bit of context about what happened after that. Because I didn't want to play the part that was after that. Yes, he did fuck up. After that, they called a sidebar. Now, in uh, legal terms, a sidebar is kind of like a timeout, right? So when you're playing a sport, like you're playing basketball, football, whatever, when you call a timeout, that means the shit is changing. Something ain't going You've right. Asked, yeah, something's not going right. The, um, the, 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 the game plan that you put in place is not working. So you have to call a timeout to regroup and figure out what the fuck is going on. Shout out to Mr. Blackwell. Uh, I, I just I appreciate you personally for the job that you are doing. No matter the outcome, I, I appreciate you because I, I I I understand what you're doing. I respect you, and I'm thoroughly impressed by what you're doing. I just want to know: Can he have Benjamin Crump's job? Is, he has is Benjamin Crump's uh, I'm job? sorry, maybe I'm wrong. I just I'm just trying to figure out like Benjamin Crump has a job. <laughs> <laughs> I just need somebody to be literate and well-spoken to be able to do what Crump is doing. For an expert witness, so when you say expert, right, this is a person who is at the height of this field or this category, and you should be thorough enough to make sure that when you go into the situation, you have all of the information, not just this is what I think happened. Remember the first clip I played? There's a reason why I played that, because I wanted you to hear what his... Uh, take on the situation was I wanted you to hear that in its totality so that way when he broke this shit down you can see how much bullshit that was and don't think for a second that people aren't going to play that first clip because that's all you're going to hear on the internet and on YouTube and all that shit that's all you're going to hear but this other part this is the meat and potatoes right here this is the the breakdown of it and uh, I, I appreciate Mr. Blackwell for for Having the wherewithal it. and yeah, the acumen to be able to do this shit, cause I was like, yes, that's exactly what the fuck. It was like a goddamn superhero swooping in with at Endgame. Remember the end of Endgame oh, yeah, where the other like, motherfuckers came in to save Captain America. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Like oh shit. To be clear, the defense didn't just rest; they were put to rest, <laughs> and, 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 and that was it. You know, uh, that, that, how uh, Paul Pierce say, 
They call game. Yeah, I call game. I call game. Hell yeah. They were put to rest and good riddance. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. you on know, your left. You know what bothered me is that uh, for this guy to be the expert, <clears throat> and, and he didn't even take the time to do the research <laughs> to know his shit. Just that gives you an idea of how serious he was taking the the <clears throat> this this court case to begin with. Exactly. Yes. How, how how he probably believes that oh this is a slam dunk. A slam dunk. Well, my guy's going to get off. Really doesn't make a difference how much effort I put in. That was exactly what I was going to say. He already he had the the preconceived notion that this is what we have to go through, but we know what the outcome's going to be. And now they look like fools. And I don't have to do my homework at all. You show up to the test. It's like I ain't got to study for this test. I already know I'm gonna get an A because the teacher loves me. The teacher loves me. They gonna give me an A regardless of what the fuck I put down. The predisposition of that dude lets you know it's so equivalent with everything we've heard from the other side. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all are throwing this little white boy to the wolves. You don't care about this motherfucker. Your lawyer is shit. Yes. Your witnesses are shit. Okay. Why are we doing this? Uh, Just go ahead and get this shit over with. Give him his bullshit 10, 10 years, 7 years. Because if a nigga did it, it would have been 25 to life. And that's the part that kind of stuck with me. We were talking about this uh, last part about what a win looks like. Yes. And it's like, mm. now that we're here, what we and it's looking like we might get some kind of a favorable outcome, now I'm like... Well, what does a favor? What does it even look like? I don't even know. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do. I'm here. I've never been here. I don't know what the fuck comes next. And now I'm even more nervous because I'm like, shit. Well, are they gonna give him a slap well, on the wrist? Let me tell you what's pissing me yes. off is the the media. Where where are y'all? This is your job. We decided to do what we're doing with the podcast because we were five brothers fed up. Tired of hearing no one's doing anything, no one's saying anything, and nobody cares. But the media, this is the story. You're supposed to tell us this. This is it. Yeah. You're supposed to tell the world that a guy got up on national in a, in a in a national case and said to the world, "I didn't do the research, I didn't do the work, but I'm standing here before you to say I'm an expert on the information and trust what I got to say." You could have just said. Abada, 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 abada. Because that's exactly <laughs> what he exactly gave. What the fuck he gave said. you shit. He did, and I don't mean that to disrespect you. I, I mean that to disrespect what he was up there for. He was a walking mouthpiece. Yeah. You had nothing yeah. to give. You gave a story that was meant to be for people to say, hey, man, somebody <laughs> on the police side that I still get paid $200 an hour for, said something for you. Yeah. He is, now, whatever the judge, jury decides to do, not what I'm talking about. He is sold. He is sold out. Hmm. I don't know if that's because, hey, man, we can't take another riot. Hey, man, we really believe that black folks deserve and again, I'm pu- I'm putting up air quotes when I say justice. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. I'm here to tell you, they have thrown in the towel for this dude. When your own supervisor, the captain, everyone else has said, we did not teach this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's on you. I, I wanted to make a quick correction. Last, last week, we um, I think it was just, it might have just, just, just been me, but speaking on um, Officer Chauvin when he was kneeling on George Floyd's neck, that he had his hand in his pocket and he looked nonchalant. <clears throat> Um, his hand was was never in his pocket. Okay. So he had on black gloves and the gloves oh, mixed in with hand. Okay. So it was resting on his thigh. So I just wanted to, uh, unlike <clears throat> some outlets, when we when we know that there's something we clarify, that corrected. corrected or clarified, we correct and clarify. Yeah, facts. Uh, we're okay. only here for, yeah. for truth. It, it was not in his pocket. It was more arrogantly on his, on his hip. hip to keep his balance <laughs> right. Yeah. To keep his balance right. And, so that, and, you know. and truth be told, the the Chauvin's lawyer's not doing a terrible job. He's not doing a terrible job. No, he is. What, it, what, it, what has happened is he has no case. Yeah. That's what actually is happening. You, you paid him to do a job, but he actually can't do it. You tried to pay that man to paint your house, and you brought him no paint. <laughs> that's a fact. That's it. That's yeah. a fact. You can't defend him. <laughs> and that crayons. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, so, and to quote my man Dave Chappelle, what did he do this week? Fifth. Yeah, they told him shut the fuck up real quick. He can't even defend himself. Hell no. Hell no. Um, And and let's be clear. He can't defend himself because, not because he doesn't have anything to say. Mm -hmm. It's because he has to get cross-examinated. And he don't want that shit. He He don't want no parts of that. That That dude? Oh, no. He don't want no parts of that. Um, we were speaking on uh, to piggyback off what Irv said. We were talking about how uh, the it's basically been a slam dunk, and it's like they're kind of giving, not giving him over, like giving up. But even his uh, his superiors and people in the force are saying they're throwing their hands up. They be like, we can't, we can't do this. <clears throat> um, there's been another person who made a <laughs> comment about this trial transition. Uh, it, his, his name, yes. Segway. You, might, you might know him. Yeah. Uh, his name is Pat Robinson, and he is a uh, mm-hmm. boy preacher. Y'all can't <laughs> see my. Air, no. I wish I could no. see my face. Yeah, he's a future. We about to be on representing. We about to be on the show. It is, but we'll get your ass in a minute. Um, but he has some things to say about it, and I wanted to play that. Because I love clips. Please do. Uh, so I'm going to play that real quick, and I'm going to let y'all hear this, and I'm going to let y'all know why this is bullshit. What he's saying sounds one way, but this is bullshit. Also, I'm going to say, you know, I, I think a lot of people are thinking like I was, that both gun, both the gun and the taser would be put on your dominant side, but it's not that way. Yeah, but they have to cross where they have a different, different... So you actually have to reach across yourself yeah, to you get feel the difference. I yeah, mean, it's definitely there's just a comparison. As I say, they're not making tasers in this yellow color anymore. They're, they're making them... In black, they're making them yellow. Now, how she made the difference was she shot that poor guy to death saying, this is what I thought... This is what I thought was my taser and and if you can't tell the difference in the field of those things, it's crazy. Anyhow, she deserves. But, I, you know, I am pro-police, folks. I think we need the police. We need the, their servants. And they do a good job. But if they don't stop this onslaught, they cannot do this. You know, the the police in, in Virginia picked up a, a lieutenant in the Army and began to give him trouble. And, and our, our, our state police are highly trained. 
for why they don't stop this and this thing is going on in Minnesota. But the Derek Chauvin, I mean, they ought to put him under the jail. He has caused so much trouble by kneeling on the, the death of George Floyd. He's just I mean, on his neck. It's just terrible what's happening. And the police, why don't they open their eyes to what the public relations are? They've got to stop this stuff. Maybe they need more training. Uh, all right. Maybe so, more if you listen to this on the surface, and I know the people who uh, who rock with us, who listen to us, don't listen to anything on the surface. If for the people who listen to this on the surface, you think, "Wow, Pat Robinson's coming around," mm-hmm. no, bitch, mm-hmm. no, bitch. If you listen to what he's saying, he's saying, "Oh, if the police look at the public relations, maybe they need more training." They're making so much trouble. You haven't said a goddamn thing about a black man losing their life. Well. Nothing. You You are merely speaking on the fact that this is causing drama and trouble for you and the people who you back. I can tell you right now, Pat Robinson ain't cared about a black man losing his life since he was Jesus. Facts. Deadass. Facts. Yes. And, And the fact that you bring this up and try to... We were having a conversation, uh, again, off pot, and we were talking about uh, the more dangerous uh, versions of white supremacy. Mm. It's not the overt. No. It's the covert. Yes. And aside from Pat Robinson's record of being a piece of shit. Absolutely. You would think if you listen to this, damn, he gets it. You would. He understands. No. If you're not listening, you absolutely would think yeah. he's, oh, he's on the right side. If you can forget the last 60 years of who he's been. But he, yeah, he's commenting on the fact that this shit is causing trouble. Isn't Pat Robinson like 90 years old? Yeah. Something like it. And you so, can hear it. So, you can hear 98 in his voice. Yeah, first so, so in 2021, he just realized it was a problem. Yes. <laughs> oh, Rodney King wasn't a thing. No. no, that, no none of this happened. It happened wasn't before. a problem for, for killing a black person. It was a problem for making noise. Yes. Yeah, you're messing up the public relations. That's aspect. what it is. We well, can continue to kill these motherfuckers all we want to, but you're fucking up the money. Yeah. You're making noise. You got to calm down with that shit because of the public relations. Maybe they need training. Now, let me tell you a couple things. One, I, 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 I'm going to give Pat Robinson a, a pass on this one, and normally I would never. I'm going to give him a pass because at least he put out into the atmosphere those comments. And I don't know how they will impact the group he, rock, he normally rocks with, but at least they heard him say those things, and they had never heard that before. I think. What the ripple effects will that be? I'm, I got my fingers crossed for because I don't expect anything for them. Mm-hmm. The bottom is going to be the bottom. They've always been. And, and as much as we try and show them the way, it never seems to change. But at least he put it out there. And with the one I'm going to give him, especially credit for the one comment about this guy should be under the jail. With you, 100%. Because granted, his track record is horrendous for where he stands on, on issues that that, that re, re, uh affect the black community mm-hmm. but piggyback we get on what JR mentioned about God bless the camera phone yes yeah. you see that I'm telling you there's people who would have heard the story or would have read the story but had no context to the story until you really see somebody say this fucked up this mm-hmm. fucked up man and that's that's the sergeant on the ground who's in Norfolk you had to hear the crack in his voice for you to hear this man is a man trying to figure out and grasp 
where do I lie in this real in this world mm -hmm. if I'm treated like this for doing absolutely nothing? Nothing. Two, I watched the program. I, I, I normally sh I shot this shot out Bill Maher, and there's a young lady who mentions policing. So you talk about the training. She, she actually is an expert in this. She actually is an ex officer. She brings up. She says that when you go to the police force, they do two weeks of in in building training, watching videos on stopping people, how to approach people. They only they get two weeks of that. The next two weeks they do shooting at the range. From there, they then go on to becoming police officers. I'm gonna say it again. You get two weeks in watching video, two weeks of shooting at the range. You are now an officer. Mm. That's real talk. That's this week's episode. The April 15, 2021 episode. If you want to see this woman speak from her own lips and say it, you can get her background, her expertise with her, again, with what she's already experienced. So she's telling you, this ain't me paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. So, and she mentions how this is, this is why we're getting these results. Right. One of the things we talked about is how we needed to come up with some resolutions to some things. And one of the things she brought up is why are we having people with guns approaching every situation with the gun involved or potentially involved. Mm -hmm. We gotta have some situations where you can approach the person, you got your nightstick, you got your mace, you got your taser. And that's it. And that's it for certain calls. Well, you gotta remember which side your taser is on. Well, again, 26 <laughs> years in, you would think. And again, that's the very reason they, because initially that wasn't the case. They used to be side by side. Again, get they, your Google they on. Mm -hmm. They used to be side by side. I and they, because of the number of lawsuits they faced, that's when they put the, they put the taser on your weak hand side. Oh, no. Gun on your strong hand, taser on your weak no, no. hand. Yeah. Facts, and the facts matter. Mm -hmm. They matter, man. So, Hex, um, piggybacking off of what you're saying, I, I totally agree. Um, Pat Robertson did come out, and he did, um, you know, bring some... Uh, focus on, you know, the cops and reform and so forth and how they got to stop doing this. But it still goes back to the idea there was a black man who lost his life this, you know, this past week. Mm -hmm. um, there, another black man that was accosted. Say their names. I mean, yeah. say something because it's kind of disrespectful. You're bringing light to what's There's going no on with conda. the police force. There's no kind of. It is disrespectful. It is disrespectful yeah, then to disrespectful. the families, to, um, to, 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 Young black men who are out there right now who are afraid to actually stop in, in in a dark alley or somewhere they have to pull over and they have to drive up where it's lit and you know Pat Robertson thanks but no thanks man thanks but no thanks mm -hmm. a lieutenant in the army is you can call him smart educated <coughs> sly. Whatever word anybody wants to use was not willing to pull over in the dark in that part with his two truck. Mm -hmm. You think it's not because he's not capable? No, 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 no. He probably has a service weapon somewhere. Every again, I'm not speaking for anyone. I'm telling you about my family and my family members. They have a service weapon. He didn't try to brandish it. He probably hit it more yeah. knowing that there was something going on. Mm -hmm. De-escalating it. Yeah. Uh, again. <laughs> and you're right. I am 
partially laughing because I'm saying, why do we have to be less than? Why do we have to de-escalate? Why do we have to do that? It's your job to simply deal with a situation. If you were curious about, oh, man, where is his license? Yes. I'm sorry. Tag. His uh, plate. Mm -hmm. His license plate. Yeah. When you rolled up on him with your flashing lights, even if you didn't see it before, when you rolled up on him with his flash with your flashing lights, you didn't see that shit in his window? The fact that when they first tried to pull him over, it was dark. So a police officer's job is uh is tough enough. I understand I, I respect that. I understand. Sure it's sure tough facts. enough. The fact that he took the time to pull up into an area that was lit. Yes. You should commend that. Yeah. Do you want to pull him over in the area that's dark where you can't see shit? And he explained you, to you why. He didn't carry you. He didn't wasn't disrespectful. He told you exactly why he did what he did. And then he did everything that you instructed him to do once he got to the well-lit area because that was what he needed to do to feel safe himself. To survive. And got sprayed in his face. And the man was in uniform. In uniform. Yeah. In uniform. What does that account for? Anything? No. It never has. I mean, it, you in the war it didn't. I, I, you're right. It should account for something. It, it didn't no. that night. And I don't know. I can't. I told you in the war room. Conceive of a reason why. You, uh, unfortunately, you, you, had, you had logged on a little late. And I had mentioned to them how there was a, a show on earlier in the week, earlier that day, in which someone mentioned, made the comment that after World War One and World War Two. When black men came back from the war, they were banished from wearing their uniform stateside. It was against the law to wear a, for a black man to wear his uniform mm-hmm. when he got back from the war. Facts. Get your Google on and learn what's going on. And, and, and as I also mentioned, did you also know that a black soldier coming back from the war was fed after the POWs they were bringing back from the same damn war. Mm-hmm. They ate before black soldiers who fought for this country. It's not going. It's, it's man. It's not going to change because they because because they can't change. We can't make them change, and they don't, and too many of them don't want to change. Extremely I said before, until. There are more people who don't, who are not black and brown mm-hmm. in these streets. When this shit keeps going on, nothing is going to change. We have to call out again. I'll tell y'all on the side session about how somebody's making the comment about, well, this you, you've got white America in this jam because you're you're treating it like we're either racist or we're racist and don't know we're racist. Mm-hmm. No, if you don't stand for fucking justice, you ain't shit. And it has to be fucking brought to the table just that fucking way. You get a choice in this life. Stand for something or don't. But when you don't, you're going to be called out for not doing it. That's it. I'm tired of this shit. Everybody wants a fucking ribbon for everybody's fucking cause. You want to run a marathon. You want miles run. You want donations given. We dying in the fucking streets. And the rest of the fucking country ain't out there. What the fuck is going on? Mm. For y'all brothers out there in these gangs... I said it in the war room. If you in these fucking games, nigga, I'm telling you right now, you ain't black. You ain't a real black man. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you don't fucking stand for black people and you're willing to kill black people, 
when you got an enemy, you got somebody who is telling you in your face every motherfucking day, I got a problem with you. But you got a problem with the brother around the corner? Nigga, I got a problem with you. You're not black. We need to take your black card. That's what we really need to do. If we want some change, we got to have the people who are putting up rhetoric to stop. We got to have the people who keep who want to tweet out mm -mm -mm, to stop and do something. Join an organization, sign up for somebody's club, pass out some flyers, donate some money, volunteer some time. You got to do something. But giving your giving your RIPs and tweeting, nigga, man, mm. um, yeah, mm. uh, sick of this shit. That's all the need to be said. We, uh, yeah, we're going, we are up on it, we are past it, and I think after that, there's really no sense. nothing. Be, be human. Nothing that needs to be said. The human uh, race. Yeah. Uh, we will be back. Actually, you ain't gotta give me one. You ain't gotta give me one. You be damn K. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Gender feuds are futile and only lead to further dysfunction. A strong community is not possible without strong families because the attributes, values, and characteristics of the family are transferred to the community. community. Yes, 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 Let me know if you buy it and you dine to rise, yeah. I've been dying and I done bonded and we bonded out here. This ain't mine, the cloud of crime will be divided, Ain't too proud to be beside you in the sirens, ayy Let me know if you bide it when you dine to ride, ayy I've been dying that I didn't bind it and we bind it out, ayy It ain't bind the cloud of crime, but we divide it, That's enough, that's enough, that's enough. Whoa, whoa, okay, that's enough, that's enough. Whoa, 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 Okay, shout out to Gifted Gab. Thank you. Uh, yeah, shout out to Gifted Gab. Um, women can rap. First of all. Women can spit. We're not going to do that. Women can spit. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you're right, you're right. You're absolutely right. Women can spit. We're not, not going to act like, and I'm talking about to everybody else, mm -hmm. not people in this room. Nigga, since Sweet Tea, MC Light, Everybody Say else it. that was doing it 
First of all, Latifah. Mm-hmm. I'm not even getting into the salt and pepper and yeah. how they could spit. I'm yes. talking about the writers who were doing their thing. Pen game crazy. On the main screen. Yes. All the time. Pen game crazy. Um, hold up. What's my girl from... Um, from uh, from damn, what's her name? The shorty that they even did the video, the movie on, um, the real rocks, not rock, not Shantay. the real Roxanne Shantay. Roxanne Shantay. 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 Thank you, thank you. Roxanne Shantay was doing her thing from the jump, yes. and she's a psychologist right now, doing her. Didn't thing. I know that? Wow. Yeah, she did. I know that she went, took her money, went to school, mm-hmm. came back. She's a psychologist. Yeah, she, she, she had that in contract that they was gonna pay for school for or something like that. Yeah, shit. Yeah. No, she's a beast. Yes. Like, uh, so I, I didn't mean queens. women can rap any 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 disrespectful way. Yeah, I didn't want it to come off. I like just that. wanted to That's make all. sure because there's a lot of uh, there's a this suggestive this, rap. This just twerk. On. Yes, it's just twerk, sexy, seductive. Uh, video vixen rap that's out there, and I wanted to let y'all know that some women can actually rap. Shout out to Gifted Gab, uh, indeed. She spelled that shit. right on. She spelled that shit. The song gets worse. Rhapsody, yes. You, you the queen, yes. Rhapsody, shout out to Rhapsody. You the queen. I'm gonna say it again. Rhapsody is the queen. You mentioned uh, MC Light. Now, uh, man, I got I got this name I MC wish. Light. She is bad. She is your pants getting tight. Just go upstairs. <laughs> <up there. laughs> it ain't, it ain't <laughs> got nothing to do with it. <laughs> y'all talked about y'all talked about spitting. Y'all talked about spitting. I didn't say it wasn't about rap. I'm just saying your pants getting tight. The light over there. The light. It's all good. No, but for real, for real. Rod Digger, thank you. Come on, man. I'll, get, I'll reach in my bag for y'all, but I'm gonna like, No, no. Matter of fact, reach in your bag. We good. We good. No, nah, let's get We gotta appreciate it. <laughs> I, I don't want you to reach in your pockets. I just want you to reach, reach in your bag. bag. Uh, they out there. One day. They out One there. day we're gonna coax out of One day we're gonna we gonna coax out of here. Hell hell. Yes. Um, so uh this pod has been particularly heavy. Uh and y'all <laughs> gonna have to ride with us through the rest of this pod. Um yeah. So we've been talking a lot about the missteps and the misgivings of uh, certain police officers. And I want you to let real quick. Uh, we understand that there are good cops out there. Yeah. Uh, we all know good cops. Indeed. We know good police officers. Yes. One of my best friends is actually a really good police officer. Absolutely. And every time some of this shit goes down, I call him and we have a conversation. And he has a lot of the same issues, a lot of the same pain. I don't even call him because I get mad enough that I know I'm only going to make him mad to call him. Well, sometimes I get so he going to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. he call like, me. And this but, is my sneaker shopping, like, friend. Like, yeah. I know, like, we, yes. he's my friend because of you. But, yeah. Like, yeah, it, it, it may sound corny, but sometimes you say, uh, thank you for your service and for the fact that you guys protect us and we and we're well aware of that and they do appreciate it yeah. um especially in times like this so i try to at least reach out and be as sincere as i can and without right. breaching the issue too much yeah you're right. yeah i should reach out more so there are some police officers that have uh have a heart and they are out for truth and justice and actually serving the community uh and kg put me up on one uh yeah i have i have another clip and if y'all don't mind, I have and, another clip. And the real the real deal is like I understand the officers who are in the locker rooms right now and understand the fact that you have to weigh the way you need to live your life on a daily basis. I understand that's not fair mm-hmm. for me to appoint you to be the person to speak up for us. Right. I get all that. 
stopping some from happening, that's different. Like, I think everyone should do that. But I want to hear more from the retired officers, the people who are already above someone's reach. Sure. And we have an example of this. Yes, we do. And I'm going to play this clip. Uh, and hopefully we'll, this will bring a little bit of more perspective to what's going on aside from uh, just our respect. We try to be fair. Yeah. Right. And we try to get all points, even the ones we don't agree with and then the ones that we do. And fortunately, this is the one that we actually can 100 percent get behind. So I'm going to play this real quick and then we're going to get into it. He went on to say that the officer seemed to remember part of her training that required taser announcement, but cannot differentiate between duty weapon and taser. The point you make, Sergeant Sherrill, is clear and convincing. Do you think that your fellow law enforcement officers uh, tend to see it as clearly as you do? And do you think that's why she ended up resigning? And now it's being reported that she will face second degree manslaughter charges. Well, certainly, you know, those uh, in law enforcement who look like me, understand and listen just police in general you know it's it's something to be on that department and know the culture and know the lingo and so let me just tell you what i know after having spent 20 years in a uniform myself which is you know police officers and listen i'm preaching to the choir we've seen them create an audio record that's contrary to what's really going on we've seen officers say uh, quit quit fighting me quit quit resisting when there's no resistance going on and so this is a this is a veteran tenured officer 26 years in uniform and she understands that training requires when you do use a taser which is located on her weak side so that means she's right hand dominant she has to reach across her body to get it which is an awkward movement compared to just reaching straight down for your duty weapon on your strong side and we know when you deploy a taser you say taser 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 so that other officers can get out of the way and not be subjected to um, being charged as well. And so she knew all of that to do, but somehow she messed up and she grabbed her duty weapon. We know our weapons intimately. We deal with them constantly. We have to be familiar with them because our life depends on it. You know, we train so much on the Los Angeles Police Department with our weapon holstering, unholstering, uh, being able to do it when you're not looking, loading, unloading. And so all of these things are second nature. You don't make that kind of mistake. And for her to just decide at the 26th hour or the 11th hour to uh, resign, understand resign means she retired. She's got enough time and grade to just go ahead and retire, draw her service pension, which I know causes a lot of angst for, for folks, and then wait and see what happens if she's charged criminally. Um, I don't really know what to add to that other than Yes, sister. It's Jeez. good. It's good to be 1, able. It's good to be able to get perspective from people who are more knowledgeable than you are. And it seems like with this woman, she could. And and the interview that that we took the clip from is long. Yes. Shout out to Revolt TV. Yeah. By the way, uh, to making sure every week. Shout we out try to, to Ebony K. Williams. Yes. Trying to big up everybody who we can that actually bring y'all facts and bring y'all different perspectives and knowledge and information. And we appreciate it. And this woman is actually giving you perspective from behind the badge. And a lot of times we look at these situations, we feel like maybe we're crazy. Like, am I crazy for thinking this shit? But she has the perspective of being behind the badge. And she's saying the exact same thing that we're saying, that this doesn't make any 
sense at all. And these black cops go through this. We go through it because we see what happens to our brothers and sisters and potentially to us, but they see it too. They are they 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 have a a, a not a it's not a con it's kind of a conflict. It's kind of a conflict because you want to think that the thing that you're associated with is righteous. Right. But at the same time you see this bullshit and it's like fuck. You know, Jay, to say she she came from a very uh uh, I would say she gave us a situation of someone who knew. She mm-hmm. spoke of repetition mm-hmm. and how second nature yeah. and things are second nature. And she gave us an account that makes me believe that for this woman to have reached across, it seemed to be kind of counterintuitive. It seemed to be something that just didn't just happen. Yeah. And, you know, it's unfortunate. Hold on. Stay with what you said at first second nature yeah her second nature was to reach for her gun not what she had to work for absolutely reach. and that, that's, that's kind of what, what i'm saying, saying. yes that's what i'm saying so second nature she would have actually reached down in her normal uh you know position and reached for the taser correct is that oh, what i'm hearing yeah yeah she okay. had to go against she had to go against she had to, it was counterintuitive for her to reach across her body to get something else and i I just wanted to kind of um, just say that what this woman was saying just sounded so sincere to me, mm-hmm. and it sounded like she had she was a crafty veteran and who takes her trade very seriously. Yeah, um, I, I want to hear from the officer. I'm sorry. Go go go. I want to hear from the officer that she was training that day. Yeah, like yeah, three years from now. I was about to say yeah, like like I want I want to hear the gang. what his perspective is now after you've seen shit get burned down um i was having a conversation with uh, i was speaking in another segment uh about them right and one of the conversations that the wife and i had was about racism and racism is so programmed and it's so inherent that it's in the subconscious of people. Hex was talking about mm-hmm. how when they have training, they have training for we say like two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Three. In the two weeks in in, in the building, video right. wise, learning scenarios. Two weeks of actually at shooting at a range. But That's there's no. But there's no training from what I know. There's no training about how to uh, interpret your own bias. Sociology and psychology. Yes, yes. Because when you're in that situation, you're training for that two weeks or, uh, you know, with the young lady, what the woman said about, you know, training with the service weapon, that shit goes out the window. When you're subconscious training, you're programming that you've been programmed for years mm-hmm. about uh, how black people are as far as with racism, with classifying people. When that shit pops up, all the other shit goes out the window. That training with your service weapon, all that shit. You've been training with that shit for, let's give her 26 years. Mm-hmm. Let's say she's 50, whatever. No, she's no. been training She's been training with that service weapon for 26 years. She's had that racist program in her whole life. So when she gets into a situation where her adrenaline is pumping, that subconscious, that racist subconscious pops up. She might not have even thought that she would react in that situation that way. But because of her racist programming with this society, because it's systemic, that shit popped the fuck up. But we don't have any counter programming with that at all. Let's be clear. And first of all, if you became a cop right out of high school, she's no more than 46. Right. Second of all, let me be clear. Um, 
when you are again exterminate all the brutes watch the show mm. it's mm. important to Fact. understand where these things come from Fact. it is not about uh, it was not about white people it's not about black people it's about people understand where white supremacy comes from and how it is into all of our lives mm-hmm. you guys agree ju- I'm sorry go ahead. Um, it, it's not just white people who clutch their purses when black people get on get onto the elevator Right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's fact. It, it's all of us who look at the scenario. Niggas read the like scenario. It. Yes. If you guys remember Train the Day. Yeah. There's a part. There's a part in in, in Train the Day where Denzel <laughs> I know is exactly explaining to his rookie officer who's riding with him. Yeah. That the case in which they've come upon these individuals is not worthy of their time. Mm-hmm. These are some of the things that happen in this type of community. Right. Nothing bad is about to happen, despite your perception. Mm-hmm. And he ha- he's having to show him by going on this ride along with him so you can get a grasp of what you're going to see. So when you see this again, you'll realize there's no threat here. There's no crime about to be committed. I need you to learn from this. Put your gun away. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. Explain to him what you want done. And then let's go on home. That part Unfortunately, it's just the movie, right? And I and and, and, I, and I, you know, and I've been in a couple situations myself. Where I can say that somebody's been has treated me decently because I I was in a situation. I turned twenty one, had a couple of drinks in the car. Guy pulled me over. I was going to a buddy of mine's house, <laughs> about to turn up. Mm-hmm. Just turned twenty one, right? <laughs> I got a I got a beer in the in the car. I got some more beer in the back in the front seat, and I got so just be clear. I got a six pack and I got one open. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gunner. And so my man said, I pulled me off speed. I'm just, oh, I ain't thinking, right? But again, college. Mm-hmm. Pulls me over and he, hey, me, what, what you got there? <sighs> let me see your license registration. Saw it was my birthday. First thing out of his mouth was, happy birthday. When you run across a good one, that means something. Caucasian brother. He said, happy birthday. Now, do, me, do me a favor, get out the car. Bring that with you. Took me to the edge. All that shit out. Took me to the edge of the rail in the highway, mm-hmm. and, pull, and maybe pop off the other five and pull them all out. Pull them all out. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't midnight, so again, I had a chance to go ahead and get to the store. But I can, I can acknowledge that I've experienced somebody who treated me decently, yeah. could have made it into Absolutely. something. And as we were talking off, off, off pod in the break, we've had experiences where we don't even acknowledge the police to be the horrible people they've turned that too many have turned into. Right. We didn't, we didn't have those interactions. Sure. To this degree, mm-hmm. we weren't hearing death after death in the neighborhood. The papers weren't writing week after week. Another person shot. Another person shot. We didn't. We didn't grow up with that. Right. So when it turned to this, we're not really quite sure. But I can acknowledge. I'm gonna give you that. Yo, this the the, the good apples. Yeah, they do exist. It's just whether or not the good apples gonna talk about the bad apples. And that's, and, we, and that's what we need. I'm, you uh you put into the Discord again. I'm go back. Y'all need to be in our Discord. Check it out. Uh, you put into Discord a uh, young uh, officer who. Let me make sure I get this right. It was an officer who broke up a situation where there was excessive force, and then uh, did they force in the early retirement or like the year so before? This, this is the case with the with the woman who is office an officer up in Buffalo. She stops her her partner from hurting the suspect. Yes, it then turns into she loses her job because mm. she doesn't allow this white officer to kill this black man mm. for stopping him. She's punished, loses her pension, 
retirement pay and her job. Then in turn, what happens is it comes back full circle. And only now there's been some light shed on this. Some of you may have seen it on TV this week where it's, ga- it's gaining traction. Hopefully there's a lot of other stories that haven't actually surfaced. But because of the fact that there's some people who want to do the right thing, perhaps this will change. Yes. And, yeah. and I have a story like, and I know I've told this story before. I was working at Rivertown. Everybody in the DMV <laughs> understands what Rivertown is. <laughs> and people are laughing because Rivertown was like the best movie theater to go to and the worst one to go to <laughs> because the parking lot was big as fuck and you couldn't just roll out. Mm-hmm. It was going to be a problem. If somebody got a problem with you, you ain't escaping that shit. Mm. Unless you get to your car first and get the fuck about that. <laughs> and there are street lights on the way out either way. That's fact. So you ain't just rolling. Um, but because Rivertown was so kind of crazy, there were cops there all the time. Like you had mm-hmm. to have PG police there. And I remember the cops talking to us. And you get to know them after a while because... They're there all the time. Yep. Whenever you're on your shift, they like they get to know you, who you are. I'll never forget. They'll tell you, hey, man, this is how you stay out of trouble. This is that and the other. But there's a time when the cop told me, and I don't remember his name, but I remember what he said. He said, look, if you make me run, I'm going to shoot you. It don't matter who you are. It's too much paperwork. It's way too easy for me to just shoot you. Mm. Mm. Again, this is somebody who has ingratiated me, been friendly with me months, for some people years. If you make me run, I'm just going to shoot you. No blinking, no misunderstanding whether this was funny. Mm -hmm. Clearly explaining to you, Mm -hmm. I will shoot you he didn't say I'll shoot somebody if you make me run I will shoot you mm. wow yeah that's deep that's deep wow um, so, so shout out to uh, Carol Horn indeed that's the name uh, she got her pension reinstated and the reason why she got her pension reinstated was because of the situation with George Floyd and that is important I'm glad you uh, showed it to me um, and that matters that matters because we need to make sure that the cops who actually have the gumption and the heart and the spine to stand up to someone when they see injustice no matter what side of the badge this person is on mm-hmm. isn't afraid that their livelihood will be taken away and for all of us who are wondering well, why do we need to talk about the next one? It's not just like the last one. Guess what? You have to talk about it. Yeah. Everyone is important. Yeah. If you don't, somebody is affected. You don't know who's affected. Go ahead. I don't mean to sound <clears throat> pessimistic, but I think it's unfortunate that we have certain segments in our society that don't even believe that there's systemic racism. 
uh, in our society. So how is it that you can have a conversation to find a, a medium or middle ground or a solution to something that you can't even get some segments to even acknowledge is something that exists? We have to grow them out. Yeah. We have to grow them out. And what I mean by growing them out is we have to have enough people who are enlightened enough to understand that there is a problem. When we get that, then we can get enough people who are participating in the process to be able to put other people in power, in positions of power so that they can actually stand up for what's right. And these other people who are saying this bullshit can get folded the fuck out. That's why. Thank you, Irv. Uh, the AAU portion of our podcast is so important. Right. And we've had four. Uh, we've had four members introduced, and now with the final member of the starting five, let's go. My man Jr. will be introducing the latest and greatest member of our team. Jr. Today, I want to bring in KG. During the break, asked me, "What is it that inspires us about doing this, and mm -hmm. why are we why are we here?" Um, it's it's the, the young man I'm about to bring up here is is kind of the, the essence of kind of what why we do what we do because if they stick out their neck for us then we have to rally behind them and um, this uh, particular individual here uh, Malcolm Kenyatta um, Malcolm Kenyatta was elected to serve as state representative for the 181st legislative district of Philadelphia County he's a um, homegrown Philadelphia guy. Um, he graduated from Temple University. Um, he currently serves as vice chair of the Philadelphia House delegation and as a member of the governor's task force on suicide prevention and holds a, a committee leadership, multiple com uh, committee leadership positions. Um, as a legislator, he has uh, championed proposals to address uh, general generational poverty raise the minimum wage and protect workers' rights, um, increase access to mental health care, which is something that we all um, yes. know how important these kind of things are, especially Absolutely. in the minority community. Absolutely. Um, he's uh, 30 years old. Um, 30? Yes, 30, 30 years old. 30. Yes, God 30 years damn. old. So um, he's coming on this team here and he has um, some uh, background um, coming with him. He's not just coming out here as a newbie, and he's um, he's a fighter, and um, it, as you'll hear in the segment here, um, he's 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 not going to back down, and we're looking forward to, to to bigger and brighter things from him. What's his name again? Um, it is Malcolm Kenyatta. Malcolm Kenyatta. All right, I'm gonna and, get this clip in real quick, yes. and uh, and we're gonna get to it. I did not know he was thirty. Yeah, that's crazy. All I, right, I want to hear his voice now. Oh yeah, it's coming. I'm so interested. The maker of this amendment talked about us working together. In the committee hearing, when this bill was initially brought up, there was a promise that over the summer, we would get together over Zoom or wherever we had to, to talk about how to make the process fairer and more accessible. But what this amendment does is make the process unaccessible for Pennsylvanians. And unfortunately, it has been driven by national politics. Unfortunately, it's been driven by a president that wants to make people feel you can boo if you want. That's gentleman okay. will please suspend. That's okay. Turn off his mic. The gentleman will suspend. Prior to this speaker, two other speakers have been 
counsel to please stay on the amendment and to stay away from motive. I will give the same direction to you. So, give trouble. Give good trouble. Good trouble. And thank you. Good word to say. And good trouble. And if if we're not talking uh, about the motive, it's, it's, they keep telling us to color in between the lines, mm. but the lines are faded. Mm. And what I like Damn, about this particular gentleman is he is fighting whichever way. He'll color outside the lines. He'll do whatever until we get the justice that we need. Mm. And he and we, he's speaking about the voting. Um, again, we talk about how they every time we get closer, they tend to try to move the three-point line back further and further. Mm -hmm. And what he's saying is pretty much we are we're going to have to continue to fight and 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 this is what this is the kind of person that um it touches me because i know he's he's very vocal and they always try to shut him down mm. but he continues to fight and this is what we were just talking about we have to be steadfast and continue to grind and do what we need to do and because they they will try to shut us down you know we um we we're not we i won't say we I have this thing, right, where I can't completely put my faith in you. I can't complete. I can't let you into my inner circle if you don't have at least one opinion or some kind of opinion that nobody else fucks with. Yeah. If you can't stand on an island by yourself yes. and defend your point, regardless of whether or not I agree with you or not, yeah. KG might say some shit, and I'd be like, motherfucker, and nobody in the room will agree, but he will stand on that shit. Facts. Irv will say the same shit. Mm -hmm. Hex will say the same shit. JR, you have to have something. You have to be able to stand on your own two feet in a crowd that does not fuck with you. And defend it. And Let's defend go. it. And what I heard from this segment, when the goddamn speaker of, I don't know if he's the speaker of the house or whoever was controlling the mics who told him to cut his mic off, told him to stop, he stood right there and was waiting for the mic to come back on because he's like, I ain't going to stop and go. I, I fuck with him for that. And Let's I'm going to tell you something. JR said uh, the lines... A blur. A blur. Yes. Let me tell you something. No, they're not. You know exactly when you stepping over that fucking line. That man knew exactly he was stepping over that motherfucking line. <laughs> Absolutely. He's a fucking habitual line. We are personally good with that motherfucker. Yes. yes. I yes. want you to know. You have to know where the line is. And sometimes, hey, yeah. know, that, who, you know who you are. Or yeah. somebody will tell you no, who I'm you are. Give yeah, you another reference. That's the gun line, boss. Yes. Let's go. Guess what? Yes, somebody got to step over it, and and we it's not appropriate. I'm yeah. sorry, no, no. no, 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 no before I, before you, before I let you go, it's not appropriate for us to live with our ancestors in us. Yes, and not step over a line. Mm. Yes, because they stepped over lines. Yes, they gave us. They gave up hands. They gave up feet. You've seen this. Let's go. Yes. On exterminate the brutes. Yes, they gave up things. Mm pieces of themselves they got through ships and long voyages to not allow us to simply be hey man I'm comfortable you know what I'm saying I got a nice little house mm -hmm. hey man this is a nice little movie theater isn't it I'm oh, good it's cool yeah mm. and, and, and this clip he talked about voters rights and somehow or the other I think again we always talk about how somehow or the other we think we have gotten over that this will resurface itself again at some point and they're going to continue trying to move the line shift things around and we have to be prepared 
when that happens. So, uh, so when uh, when Jr. sent me this clip and I heard what he was talking about, and I was like, oh, you know, he's he's spot on it because of the shit that's going on now, you know, with the voter suppression. And then I looked at the date when it was uploaded, and this was seven months ago. Yes. When you speak truth, is timeless. Yes. When you speak what's supposed to be said at that time, we knew exactly what president he was talking about. Facts. It was not about Biden. Facts. We knew I was like, exactly what. I was, was like, like, wait a minute. Yeah. No, but it's, it's more of it. No, no, like no, no, no. I, I'm just, I just, no. I'm adding to what you're saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, heck, we knew. Hex always says that that statement of "shut up and dribble." Mm. And that's kind of the same thing that this yeah. is kind of what, what yeah. they're trying to do. Get them to shut up and dribble. Yeah. And but we can't we can't keep doing that. Hell no. Nah. They tried to cut his mic off. He was like, man, fuck this mic. Right. Yes. If you're in the Philadelphia area, you got somebody riding for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got somebody to vote for. Yes. Sir. You got somebody to check on. You got somebody who's gonna need your help. Somebody to contribute to. Not just somebody to carry the load for you, but you got somebody who's going to need your help, too. Yeah. That is the point of the AAU team. Yes, it is. Yes. And yeah. I, I'm, 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 shit, I'm proud. We have a starting five. <laughs> we have a starting five. Yeah, we yeah. actually do have a starting five. We have a starting yeah. five. We put a five together. We got a starting five we put out here. This is to introduce to you once again, there are people who are like-minded, who are really about change, doing things you want done, if you said to yourself, nobody cares, yeah. nobody's listening, nothing ever gets done, nobody has any ideas, yeah. this AAU team is to empower us all to remind you there are people putting in the work. Yeah. So if you didn't know, you can't say you didn't know. See, that, that we're going to bridge that gap for you. If you don't Google, if you don't Twitter, you don't whatever it is. Because again, people really trying to be about change, not going to be surfaced around that, but so much. Mm. You got to know that. Right, people who are really about good trouble. Come on, how many how many kudos are they really getting? Right, the guy. Listen to the listen to the tone of the guy. He he wanted him to shut. Basically, was saying, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Come on, shut up. You you about to tell these people about something that can actually help them? <laughs> yes. And we not about that. Yeah. We and we mm-hmm. talked about something uh, in the war room about what type of media we need because at some point we have to realize that. We're not, because sometimes some people are listening to this and thinking we're complaining about what the white man has done to us. That's not what we're doing. No, hell. We're informing people, and then on top of that, we are looking for answers. Mm. And I need you all to reach out to us and give us your opinions on what there is to do. Yes. Uh, we appreciate everybody um, who listens to the podcast. Uh, shout out to Ray, by the way. Um, the song I played by Raheem uh, Heat. So my man Ray listened to the last joint and then actually looked up Raheem and was like, yo, can you play this joint? I was like, uh, all right. So we actually got a request. So I appreciate that. That's shout dope. out to Ray. That's um, what up, Ray? Uh, so this has been a wonderful pod. Wonderful member of the AAU we finally rounded out our starting five and just I don't know we do need a bench that's six, that's six we, man coming up we need, we, we need a bench so just come just a little heads up we need a bench um, as a matter of fact I don't even want to limit like that I'm giving you we giving you an AAU squad but it's a squad oh it is not about who's starting who's yeah facts ending. facts I want you to know we're going to keep going, keep going with people who are important to us and important to people's lives. Black, white, 
indifferent, whatever. Yeah. Please understand, it's about making America better, not what it was. Facts. Uh, we are. This has been a wonderful pod, just like it always is. Uh, it's something different every pod. It's always wonderful for a different reason. That's why I always say every podcast is wonderful. Uh, we got to vent a little bit, and then we got to give y'all a little bit of information. Uh, but this was therapeutic for me. I feel like uh, every time we miss a podcast, uh, I, I I feel a way, and it's not you know it's not nothing against anybody in here, but I just I feel uh, a little bit stifled when I don't get the chance to get in here and express myself yeah. and hear other people's views. Yeah. But unfortunately, next week we won't have a podcast, but we're going to come back right after that and we got some heat. Huh. Y'all know how we do. And we won't be back next week because it's my anniversary. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Happy anniversary, dude. Uh, Hex, shout six. out. Shout out to my nephew Kendrick Clawson. Indeed, this young gentleman is uh, about to uh, be turn, turn twenty one yes. at, mid at midnight, and so for all of us who understand with how important and how Baller. big that is to uh, Baller. to make it that far, um, Aggie pride to him. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and doing it from home, I, I just can't even imagine for for all of us mm. who, who did a, experienced our college years. Mm. I've never been twenty one to eighteen. He's Ooh. on he's on the second year at the house, and mm. uh, but he's turning twenty one. He and he who put it he made it to twenty one because mm. that that's a factor. You know what I'm saying? That's a factor yes. too. Um, but shout out to uh, everybody who, who's listening to the podcast, who continues to join, uh, increases our numbers and spreading the word, um, who appreciates the idea that somebody's trying to do something instead of talking about something. Mm -hmm. And uh, quite often it's easy to complain. But, mm -hmm. it's, but again, uh, we decided what we're going to do here is, is try and be a vessel uh, to fix some things. Yeah. And so shout out to supporting us because, again, without, without the support, then we, we go by the wayside and we got enough TikToking going on. We got enough of that. No, 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 no shade, but we got enough TikTok going on and enough dancing going on. And uh, sometimes we, we we need somebody who's going to be talking about something who's going to actually help the rest of us uh, daily because we call this therapy. Facts. Er, shout outs. Yeah, I want to shout out um, uh, uh, one of my MSU brothers. Uh, MSU? <clears throat> yeah, bro. DMV comedy. His name is Eddie Bryant. Um, Unfortunately, this week he lost his mom to COVID. Oh, man. <clears throat> Sorry to hear that. Yeah, I haven't had Sorry. a chance to call to touch base with him. Um, but I did want to shout out him and his family. Um, wishing you all the best in, 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 in these um, trying times that yes. I know that you and the family are dealing with. Just know that you got love outside, brother, and, and we're here for you if you need us. Man. Facts. KG, shout out. I got a shout out for a brother that four out of five of us know uh, in real life. Uh, Janon Cosley, uh, my brother. Look at you. His his mom grew up with my mom in Charleston. Like I, that's my family for real. Mm -hmm. He owns a bar downtown. That's my nigga. I've known him forever. And yesterday was his birthday. I hit him up, and he's probably living it up right now. But a shout out to what Hex was talking about. I remember being in my off-campus apartment my sophomore year because mm -hmm. we couldn't get housing. We actually, like, messed up. Well, I messed up and couldn't get housing the second year, so I had to get get a spot. And I remember... I remember... Uh, I remember us, like, rolling a joint 
it was sloppy as fuck because I rolled it. Oh lord, and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but but the weed was good, and and I remember I was rolling a joint, and I remember me coming to tears because I was nineteen, I was in college, I had made it out of D.C., and I was alive. Mm. And this is ninety two. Mm. So, for everybody else who's acting like, not anybody in this room, who's acting like, yo, this shit just happened, or, oh, well, you know, you came from a middle class, bruh, it was not, Crystal Skate didn't care where you you (laughs) went to. When I worked for, you know, a program in D.C. for summer school, and there was a kid in a fucking trash can dead obviously um, on the first day of school and we had to shut everything down Mm -hmm. this is real life for us we just had to deal with Mm -hmm. so when me and Janan was right there and we were just talking to each other like we born two months apart that's my dude happy birthday my brother yes happy birthday uh, Earth, yet another. Yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, I, I left out my nieces. Um, I think it was a tenth or eleven. Please forgive me for not knowing exactly what birthday it is. <laughs> but happy birthday to you, Zoe. Love you. Yes. Zoe, happy birthday. Jr. Shout out. Shout out, man. So I want to go back to Janan Costly, um, yeah. brother from um, Since the Sandbox. And um, man, I hope you living it up. I hope you enjoying everything about your birthday. Holy family, holy family, man. Oh, the, and on, on, so I'm going to take us back to something that's kind of on my heart. This weighing, and it's something that sounds very basic, but it's Trayvon Martin, Philando Castile, mm, say their name, say and Breonna Taylor. Yes, say their yeah, names. We we we're, we're going through a period of time here where. Um, you know, we want to know, once you guys know that you're not forgotten mm. and you're a part of this wave that's coming in, that, 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 that this movement that's coming. And, and, and many more will have to suffer. Many more will have to die. Like Bob say, don't ask me why. Mm. And, and at the end of the day, we love y'all. We miss y'all. And your memories will always be in our hearts. And now I want to leave it with that, Jay. Hell of a layup. What you gonna do with that? Uh, man, I'm gonna end it on that one. Uh, shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who has listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who has listened to this podcast, bookmarked it, said I'm listening to it later, send it to somebody else. They was like, oh shit, that shit is dope. They listened to it, send it to somebody else. They was like, oh shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're gonna do this the week after next. Hex, give me one. U D K. Apple sippin', yeah Ice cream drippin', yeah Can't get enough, can't get it fast enough Ice cream drippin', yeah Chocolate covered, sweet strawberry Soft red ruby, kisses on Straight to bend, 
Strong. 